As a therapist, you're the go-to resource for helping your clients manage their challenges. You're helping them reach their aspirations and check one more goal off their to-do list. But it can be challenging for you as a private practice owner to use those same skills and manage as a business owner. Owning a private practice takes up a different amount of space in your life than when you were just an employee. And it can be overwhelming, especially if you've never ran a business before. In this episode, we'll discuss how you can make room for your private practice and avoid burnout all at the same time. Welcome to Beyond the Session with Aisha Shabazz. I know that burnout is one of those buzzwords that we often talk about with our clients, and yet sometimes we are reluctant to admit that burnout also impacts us as therapists. And I can tell you firsthand that I have experienced several series of burnout before going into private practice. And thankfully, I can say that private practice has helped me recover from burnout. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, Aisha, I currently feel burnt out by my private practice, but don't you worry. Now, if your business is currently overwhelming you to the point of thinking, you know what, I don't have any room for anything more. Well, that's why we're going to prune elements of your business so that we can make room for different things, not necessarily more. If we can do things differently, then things will work out for us. One element of making room for your private practice is looking at your schedule. And you've heard me say time and time again that once you identify what your values are, then you can start to build your framework up from that. And I encourage my coaching clients to start with their schedule because time is a finite resource. We cannot grow time. We cannot make more time but we can reallocate our time so that it's not only working for our clients, but also working for us. Oftentimes when we are looking at time management, people think about time management in the context of productivity. And I resist that context because with productivity comes more work. And I don't think that bigger is better or more is better. When you look at your schedule, be real with yourself and say, do I have enough time to do all of the things that I need to do? So it's, it's not only a matter of seeing clients. You have to do your notes. You have to do your billing care coordination. When you're collaborating with other providers to help you help the client, but you're also looking at case consultation If you don't have enough time to run your business, then chances are you are going to be burnt out in a number of ways. Your to-do list is going to pile up not only the to-do list for your business items, but also the to-do list in your personal life. If you say to yourself, I can't wait to get this laundry done after session, and then you're so tired after sessions that you don't have time to do your laundry, guess what? We need to reconfigure. Let's go with the imagery of pruning. For all the horticulturists out there, you know that in order for a plant to thrive, you have to prune it every now and again. And rose bushes are one of those plants that if you do too much, you could essentially 
kill off the plant and prevent any future roses from blooming. The same thing goes for a willow tree. Home, we have a beautiful willow tree in the backyard. And if you've ever noticed any of my Instagram stories and I film in my backyard, you'll notice that the willow tree is very vibrant and often makes a cameo appearance by fluttering its wispy branches into my space. But I digress. So whenever we are thinking about pruning elements of our business, we really have to consider what is too much. Remember the days when you worked for someone else? You would go into work, you would place your bag down, you would check your email and get your day started. Or maybe it wasn't as serene and peaceful as what I'm describing. Maybe you had days similar to me. I would be bombarded from the moment I entered into the building, from the moment that I left, I was nonstop go, go, go. When you think of a hamster on a hamster wheel, what do you think? Someone who is energized and excited to be on the wheel? Well, me being on a hamster wheel was almost as if I was tied to the wheel and I was not permitted to get off of the treacherous, disastrous experience until someone said, yeah, you can take a break. I have no desire to go back to that, but I do know that there are a lot of therapists out there and maybe this is you where you feel like you are going nonstop in your business. Sometimes we make too much room in our life for our business to the point where we're not able to take care of ourselves. So you don't want to live on either extreme where you're not making enough time for your business or you're making too much time for your business. I can tell you firsthand, someone who is resisting the urge every day in perfectionism and also resisting the urge from going back to the workaholic phase of my life, it is challenging to set up new boundaries. The expectation that was upon me when I was working as a medical social worker, the hospitals are open 24 seven, 365. So the idea of working for an organization that is always on, you had to match that energy. There wasn't an expectation that you could take a leisurely lunch or you could take an extended vacation. It was you're leaving. How soon can you come back? Being in this environment directly after graduate school, I learned a lot. Definitely. And yet it set habits in motion that I had to practice on learning over time. If you are spending a lot of time in your business and you still feel like you're not doing enough, I would encourage you to prune back the efforts that you're putting into your business. What I can tell you is if you have your values in check, you will be able to do that. And sometimes that is the thing that cuts you off. Did you sleep well? Did you talk to your family and friends? Did you get outside? There are all these questions that you can ask yourself to see whether or not you are actually living in your values or if you are abandoning them for the sake of whatever task is at hand. There's no doubt that you are good at what you do. You help your clients each and every week with anything that comes your way. And if you don't have an opportunity to give them the answer, then you either find the answer or you refer them out. But when you are running your business, sometimes it's hard to identify what you don't know because this is the first time you've come across these challenges before. 
And this might sound a little controversial because therapists are into work-life balance, but some people are a little jaded by this idea of work-life balance. They're thinking of it as a 50-50 split. I spend 50% of my time on work and 50% of my time in life. But statistics tell us that we spend a majority of our waking hours working. And a lot of people are not okay with that. Hence the great resignation. A lot of people decided that they did not want to spend a lot of their time, energy, effort, attention, and focus in a job. And less than 30% of people were inspired to start their own business because they wanted to be their own boss. In order for you to find rest and relaxation in entrepreneurship, you have to make room for your business because if you're showing up in your business, like you showed up for your previous nine to five, it's just not going to work. And if you don't have room for it, you're setting yourself up for burnout. That concludes another episode of Beyond the Session with Aisha Shabazz. If you've enjoyed this episode, please submit a review through your favorite podcast listening app and share it with a friend. This episode of Beyond the Session was brought to you by The Thriving Therapist Shop, a place where private practice therapists go to find time-saving strategies, solutions, and tools. Audio editing was completed by Alexandra V with music by MH The Verb and GR Stone. Thanks so much for listening.